What is up, listeners of the Didn't Ask podcast? Welcome back to another episode of this right here podcast, episode 49 already. Next week is going to be the big one, 50. Man, again, I still don't really know what I'm doing for episode 50, but we shall see. Maybe we will revisit some older questions. Maybe, uh, I don't know. I'm going to look into it. This week, the podcast is a little later than usual. Due to COVID, things had to change, sadly. But hey, we're here now. Hope you had a good week. I hope you had fun in the past week. I hope you're doing well and are healthy and are staying healthy. Well, because we are a little bit later, we'll just jump right into the first question of today. As by user the style bender. I mean, style is weirdly written. And they ask, what's the most unattractive male name? There are some male names that are very off-putting. I would say that Carl is really bad. Um, well, so I talk about wrestling a lot on this podcast uh, every week. I talk about wrestling in some way, shape, or form. And we had a wrestler called Walter, who now goes by the name Gunta. And Gunta is also very unattractive, if you ask me. Um, I'm looking through the comments right now and trying to see if they have something. Like, Frank is also not great, but it's not the worst. You know what I'm saying? It's not the worst. A Dutch dude named Tits from Sad Vermicelli 8584. That's mad. That's absolutely fucking bonkers. What? So there is this whole, whole thread going on in the comments about a weird Dutch name called Foco and Tiny Cox. What the fuck is going on? Well, I would say, yeah, going back to the question asked by user Stylebender, what's the most unattractive male name? And I probably have to go with Carl. Because, I don't know, it's just... It sounds weird. It's weird in your mouth. It just makes a weird gargling noise. And it's just not great. It might be that it is The Walking Dead and the meme that came from it where it's like, Carl, Carl, bleh, Carl. But yeah, um, I'm going to say Carl. And again, Gunta is also one of them. Mostly because I'm thinking about that because of WWE. So thank you for your question, Stylebender. Moving on to the second question of today, coming from user Kellogg888. People who don't sleep naked, why? People who do sleep naked, I might ask, why? Like, I am a, I'm a very much like a never nude, if you would want to call me that. I am very much like, oh, I don't like being naked as much as some people do. So I basically go in the shower and dry off as quickly as I can and then, you know, put some clothes on. Because it's like, I don't really understand why you would sleep naked. There are so many bodily fluids flowing through you in the middle of the night. And, you know, some, some clothing, some underwear, at the very least, can help you a lot in that department. It just, you know, to me, it feels a little bit nicer. It feels a little bit more clean. Um, you, you keep your bed cleaner for a long time. If I'm just going to be rolling around naked in bed. Again, like I said, bodily fluids flowing everywhere. 
all over the place, man, I don't want that to happen. And also, we also have to think about the situation that people are in, right? Because I still live at home with my mom, which means that there is no real good time for me to be naked here. Because she's always here. So it's it's really hard for me to be naked in bed and then, you know, waking up or something like that or get woken up by my mom for something and then being like butt-ass naked. I know it's my mom, but still, it's a bit fucking weird, dude, to be walking around naked all the time. And also, I'm just thinking about this and it's like, it has never happened, but maybe there is a fucking emergency, something... And I need to jump out of bed, then my cock is not flopping about. You know what I'm saying? So, for me, I am just like, man, I just like to keep my clothes on. Keep nice and warm. Keep everything in the right places. To make sure that if a weird thing happens, an emergency occurs. That I'm not flopping about naked. That I'm actually just well-dressed. Because, yeah, I'm just questioning why why would you sleep naked? Why would you sleep naked? I some I get that some people think that it is weird, but it's just like man, there are so many fucking weird things happening in your fucking, you know, in your sleep that it might be a good idea for you to, you know, put some clothes on. Because I'm scrolling through the comments right now and somebody here says RM Drunken Red says, 1. Period blood is easier to wash out of your pajamas than sheets. 2. Mine is a cold, bleak country. 3. Wearing pajamas at night make waking up in a lazy day and pajamas indefinitely more likely. Which, good. And then another commenter says, Finger Snap says, 4. Fed... Vaginal discharge. I don't want to wake up in a pool of my fluids. And again, that's what I'm saying. Because it's like uh, females have vaginal discharge and then males have like, you know, the wet dream, so to speak. And it's not, not really nice. Not really nice to be rolling around in that stuff when, you know, you get a boner in, at three at night and you just don't really want to deal with that. It's really easy to just tuck everything away in your boxer shorts and just go on with your day. So, going back to the question asked by user Kellogg888, people who don't sleep naked, why? Well, for me, it's just that I don't really like being naked all that much. I like wearing my clothes. Again, I still live at home, so there is... So many steps for me to be like, okay, I'm going to sleep naked because, man, there are some weird things that could happen. And again, if there is an emergency and I need to run out of bed for something, I'd rather have my underwear on and be ready to go than be naked and then, you know, having my dick and balls flop around me trying to find some shorts or something to keep me warm. So thank you for your question, Kellogg888. Moving on to the third question of today coming from user fair underscore underscore bear and they ask if you could learn anything in half an hour what would you learn? Personally I think I would go with a language even though that might not be the smartest thing. Like is this an infinite amount of half an hours or is it just like hey this isn't half an hour you can learn anything what would you learn? 
Because if that's the case, I might want to switch to something that's more usable, more productive. And maybe I would turn into some type of coder so I can, you know, start decoding games and stuff like that. Start building those, make money. Because there is a lot of money in those jobs right now. There's a lot of companies that are looking at the games industry and looking at coders to make sure that everything is all right and things are functioning the way they should and everything is safe. So uh, that that might be an option. But for me, yeah, like I I would love to learn like Spanish or Portuguese, something like that. That would be fun, I guess. It would be very useful to learn Chinese, even though (laughs) people don't really like that. Because uh, you're going to turn into uh, like John Cena when he's fucking t- about talking about the Lolo Ma. Sambal. Lolo Ma. Sambal. Um, I'm scrolling through the comments right now to see if there are any interesting. Maybe an instrument. An instrument is also very interesting. If you were able to learn any instrument in half an hour, that would be fucking cool. Would love to learn. How to play. So playing piano itself isn't that hard it's more so learning how to read the notes i feel like that that's the hardest part so maybe i do that in half an hour because if you know what you have to play like what note then it's going to be incredibly easier to play that note if you know what i'm saying okay so let me let me bring it back let me bring it back really back for a little second so when i was in middle school I kind of learned how to play piano because I kind of learned how to like decode the sheet music. So I think that if you know how to read sheet music just from the top of your head by the drop of a dime, I think you're already like three steps ahead of everybody else because it's going to be significantly easier when you know that this note is an A and this note is a C and this note is a D for you to play anything because the only thing that you need to take in consideration is then where it falls on the piano. So I think that it would be fucking useful as shit to be able to read sheet music um, and learn how to do that in half an hour. Because if you can read sheet music very well, it's going to be so easy because again, if you know what the music is supposed to be, then it's probably going to be easier to use any instrument really because as long as you know that what note you need to play and then i would say that this mostly occurs when with piano playing i guess maybe to an extent to guitar playing but i would say guitar is a little harder to play than a piano is but yeah like okay well going back to the question as by user fair underscore underscore bear if you could learn anything in half an hour, what would you do? Well, I would really start thinking about this. What is very useful for me to learn? And what, you know, what, what, what can we learn in half an hour? Like if we can learn anything in half an hour, I would probably lean more towards something that's like useful in the everyday sense of the word. So I would probably learn a language like Spanish, like Portuguese, maybe like a Chinese or a Japanese, 
things that are kind of cool to know and also useful when you go on a holiday or when you're taking a trip or something or you just meet somebody or doing business with somebody that would be very useful some selfish things would be learning how to play an instrument or again for like i was saying it's probably best to learn how to read sheet music very quickly because if you know how to read sheet music you're gonna be easier off than anything because if you know that what note is on the paper, you basically know what note you need to play on a piano and or guitar. So I would say that is one of them. And and then for job reasons, I would love to learn how to code or something like that. Just how to know what everything does when you're typing in into GameMaker or into a CC in a CSS file or an HTML file that everything that you write, that you understand what it means and what it does. Because that would also be very fucking useful. Thank you for your question. Moving on to the fourth question of today, coming from user UI. And they ask, what's the best spice? And I could ask answer this question with a very stupid joke about Dune. And I'm not going to do it. I'm not doing it, if you know what I'm saying. So yeah, of course, oh, I could also make a fucking Star Wars joke now. Wow, we can make Star Wars jokes about spies. Fuck me. If you don't know, um, in the world of Dune, spice is very important. It gets used for intergalactic travel, and it's a hallucinant that makes you see the future and stuff like that. It's very cool. I guess uh, it makes your eyes turn blue, which is kind of cool as well when you use a lot of it. Um, in Star Wars, we also have spice. Not really sure what it is used for, but it seemingly is very, very hard to obtain and also very, um, and because of that, very expensive. So it must be doing something, I guess. Wait, hold up. I'm thinking about the book of Boba Fett. Didn't fucking. Boba Fett get spice spit in his face. Like, what didn't get thrown in his face. And then he didn't start hallucinating. So, you're telling me that the spice from Dune and the spice from Star Wars is the same shit? Wow, how the fuck did I not know this? Wow, that's fascinating. I don't know, I'm legitimately mind blown by this. <laughs> and this is not even what the question is about, man. The question... Asked by user UI is what's the best spice? And I would probably say cinnamon. Cinnamon is such a great spice. It is useful for a lot of things. You could use it, you know, on your hot chocolate. You can sprinkle it on some biscuits or cookies so that it has a little bit more flavor. You can put it in cakes and in, again, in cookies, you can make cupcakes with cinnamon you can do a whole bunch of things with cinnamon i really like cinnamon i like eating cinnamon stuff i have some cookies cinnamon cookies at home that i try to get every time i go to the store and again yeah like i said you can add a little bit of cinnamon to your hot chocolate and you're gonna get a amazing hot chocolate in return so yeah spice is a good one i'm a big fan of nutmeg as well 
I use nutmeg on my green beans and on my string beans to make them taste a little bit nicer. Nutmeg has like a very, it's like a sweet-ish taste to it, but it's, there's also a little bit of spice, which is very nice. You know, it, it just spices up your, your meal a little bit, makes it a little bit more interesting. So yeah, going back to the question asked by user UI, what's the best spice? And again, I'm not talking about Dune, I'm not talking about uh, Star Wars, even though I did in the beginning of this question, I would say my two favorite spices are cinnamon and nutmeg because they have some nice uses. Again, cinnamon can be used in a lot of ways. You can use it to make things a little bit nicer, a little bit more spicy, a little bit more sweet. But the same thing can be said for nutmeg. But again, nutmeg is mostly used for like actual cooking, while cinnamon can also be used as a baking tool. And I believe cinnamon is also used a lot in like the Moroccan slash Arabic countries in that region over there. I feel like they use cinnamon a lot as well for other things. They use it actually for cooking as well instead of only using it for baking like most countries do because there are so many nice pastries with cinnamon. Oh man, cinnamon is so good. Okay, so going back once more to the question asked by UI, what's the best spice? I'm just gonna say it's cinnamon. It's the easy answer. It's cinnamon. It's, it's cinnamon. Thank you for your question, UA. Moving on to the final question coming from the Ask Reddit subreddit for today. And this one was asked by user PD underscore Wheatstraw underscore 99. And they ask, what TV show has the most recognizable first few seconds of a theme song? So, of course, I'm thinking about the big shows. I'm thinking about a Law and Order where you go. I'm of course thinking about CSI Miami, where you go, yeah! What am I thinking about more? I really like Rosalian Isles, which is March to Boston or whatever the fuck that song is called. It's the fucking... That's a really good song. It's very recognizable. If you hear it anywhere, I will think about Rosalia and House anywhere. Uh, what can I say more to this? What shows have some recognizable themes? As much as I love wrestling, they don't have anything. They don't have a fucking theme song. They keep changing their theme songs and it sucks. Why do you keep doing that, guys? Stop doing it. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Can I think of anything more? You know what? Let's jump into the comments. Maybe in the comments that's something that I didn't think about. The Simpsons, I guess, yeah, said by Black Eyed Angel 01. And they said The Simpsons. And then somebody else says, Shaka underscore Sulu says, I mean, The Simpsons is literally the first few seconds of the song. Yeah, it goes, The Simpsons. And then it goes, but like, yeah, so somebody here as well, Mysterious underscore Mermaid said, Law and Order. Of course, that's what I said. Law and Order is so good, the theme song. X-Files said, submitted by Phil, Flim, Flimsy Holiday 7751. 
There's a good one as well, X-Files, because that's the Illuminati uh, song. SpongeBob is a mindless underscore Hobbit 37 is also a good option. Friends is also a good one. Married with Children is also a good one. Frank Sinatra said, I believe, right? Love and marriage, love and marriage. Yeah, there, there, is, there are some good theme songs to TV shows, man. So going back to the question asked by user PD underscore Wheatstraw underscore 99. What TV show has the most recognizable first few seconds of a theme song? I would say Law & Order is one of them. For me, Rizzoli and Isles is one of them. And I forgot the third one that I said. Then we have some reactions from the comments. And they said, by Black Eyed Angel 01, The Simpsons, which is really good, even though it does literally say The Simpsons. Mysterious underscore mermaid agreed with me and said Law & Order. And then we have Flimsy Holiday 7751 who says X-Files, which is really good. And then Mindless underscore Hobbit 37 says Spongebob. All really good options if you ask me. Thank you for your question. BD underscore Weedstraw underscore 99. And now we move on to the final question of today. Of course, coming from the MIDS or subreddit. And this one was submitted by user Royal Beggars 33 and they ask, am I the asshole for ruining my wife's work and eating the food before she could take pictures of it? Ooh. My wife runs a website dedicated for cooking and recipes. She takes pictures of food before we eat, whether it's lunch or dinner, and posts them on her Instagram account. To be honest, I'm annoyed by having to wait so long for her to get the perfect shot of the food after decorating it, adding this fork, and removing the salad dish. It just takes so long and I lose my appetite from just waiting till she's done. This has become the norm, but yesterday I decided I was having none of it. I came to found that she had cooked an entire feast as her next cooking project and put it on the table. Note that by looking at the whole table setting, I figured pictures had already been taken, right? But no, she said she was going to take a few pictures and I had to wait. She went upstairs to get her camera and that's when I grabbed the spoon and started filling my plate with every dish she'd made and ruining the look as a result of it. I was hungry and unwilling to wait another 10 plus minutes to eat food. She came downstairs, saw the damage and blew up almost crying saying I just ruined her cooking project and that she worked hours as well as putting effort into it. I said I was hungry and couldn't wait but she kept yelling at me how much of an obnoxious jerk I was for not waiting till she took pictures of the dishes she made. Even said that this was an attempt of me to sabotage her success. I said, oh please, enough with those conspiracy theories. I'm just hungry and couldn't wait till you got the perfect shot. We had a big argument and she went upstairs crying. I finished my food then went out to cool off a bit. When I returned, she threatened me that she'll never have me eat anything she cooks and said she'd rather throw it in the garbage than give it to an ungrateful obnoxious jerk like me. I said this wasn't cool but she told me to go fuck myself. I said fine then, went to spend the night at a guest room, she texted me the word jerk about 15 times till I turned my phone off. Today she has gone on complete radio silence, am I the asshole? And the simple answer to your question, Royal Baggers 33 is, Yes, you're the asshole. The fact is, is that 
this wasn't an accident where you walked in and was just like, hey, I thought this was done. I grabbed a few things. You willingly fucked over your wife in this case because she said, I didn't take pictures yet. I have to go upstairs, get my camera, and I you know, will take some pictures and then you can eat it. How the fuck can you not wait an extra 10 minutes? Just take something else to eat. Grab a fucking cookie, grab a biscuit, do something. Because this is just fucked up. Why would you do this? She actually said that she went upstairs to get her camera and you just said, fuck it, I, I'm going to eat this. It's, it's, you knowingly did this. So yes, you are the asshole, Royal Baggers 33. Going back to your question, am I the asshole for ruining my wife's work and eating the food before she could take pictures of it? Yes, simple answer. Yes, you are the asshole. And that has been it for the Didn't Ask podcast for this week. I hope you had a good time. It might be a little shorter than usual, but man, it was a little late. I'm sorry for that, but it's here. Thank you for listening to episode 49. Next week is going to be 50. So I hope that's going to be a good one. And I will make sure that it's going to be a good one. I hope you enjoyed this one though. And if you did, please leave a rating on your favorite podcast services if that is a possibility. You can do that on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well. And if you do, I might read your rating in the next episode after I see it. You can go to anchor.fm forward slash didn't dash ask dash pod. Over here, you can see all the places this podcast is available, but you will also see a button that says messages. And if you press that, you have the ability to record a message for me personally that I can then play on this podcast. If you don't want your voice to be heard on the podcast, I completely understand. Just say it up front and I will read your question up myself so I can still answer your question. I will be back next week. And in the meantime, you can see what I'm watching thanks to track.tv. That link will be in the show description as well. You can go there and see all the TV shows and movies and stuff that I'm watching so you can ask questions about them or just enjoy the shows with me. Well, that was enough blabbering for me for today. I hope you had a good time and I hope to see you back next week. Stay healthy and I'll see you back next time. Bye.